Hey, welcome in to the Main Street Murray High School football preview show for week 10. Two more weeks of regular season play here in and around Murray County. I'm Maurice Patton. That's Chris Yao. We got a full slate of games. Everybody is playing. Nobody's playing each other. So we got nine games to take a look at this week. So I guess we better get into it. I guess we had better get into <laughs> it. With no further ado. I don't think we can afford any ado. Let's get no ado. None. <laughs> Zero ado here. Um, let's get started with um, Columbia Academy, the prohibitive favorites at this point to win the Division 2A Middle Region Championship. Going on the road to take on Mount Juliet Christian. Um which is winless in region play. So, yeah, this is another another game where you know Columbia Academy feels like it has nothing but positive things ahead of it, and I, I think that Columbia Academy is going to probably work on a few things, probably not show a whole lot, be pretty vanilla, and I think that's going to be enough because Monte Baldwin is, well, he's enough. Monte Baldwin is enough, but if he's not. Yeah, they got plenty the, other options. The, yeah, so I, I think, like you said, I don't think they're going to show a whole lot. I think they want to work on some things and get ready for, you know, what figures to be a tough game in the season finale against Grace Christian. Well, I mean, it, it, yeah, because again, depending on what Franklin Grace does this week, it could be, you know, that that game could have region championship implications. Right. So you you have to be as prepared as you can possibly be, and that's why you know you use a game like this against a team who's struggled in division play uh, to do that. Um, remind me of the freshman, the freshman running back. Mm -hmm. Zane, Na Zane. Zane Nash. Uh, I, I wanted to say Zach, and I knew it wasn't right. Zach was, Noah. Yep. That'd be that, that's his <laughs> new name. Yeah, Zane Nash. I mean, I, I think you're going to see a lot of him in this ball game. Yeah, you're going to see a lot more. It's, uh, very similar to what we saw against uh, Clarksville Academy. I, I've seen. Uh, the difference being that that Monte probably available. will see some Monte. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Region Five Five A play. On Friday night, Lawrence County takes on visiting Franklin County, and Franklin County is still harboring postseason hopes, despite its one and one and seven overall record, because they're one and three in region play, and their one win is over Tullahoma. Yeah, Franklin County needs some help, but. They have to win out their their next two ball games, which is Lawrence County and Spring Hill. Uh, this isn't this is a sneaky good ball game. Franklin County again. I, I've watched them against Columbia Central, and they move the ball really well until they get to the red zone, and that's where you know you're not able to run comeback routes because the field is shorter. You don't have to you know defenders aren't playing as far off and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. And you know they've got to find a way. To, to get their – I wish I could call his name off the top of my head, number seven, uh, plays running back but also plays 
you know, also lines up in the slot some. He's extremely athletic. And to me, both these two teams are very similar in that they have a lot of athleticism amongst three or four different guys. So you never know who's going to get the ball. And so I, I'll be interested to watch this one kind of unfold. I think it's going to be a sneaky good ball game. Lawrence County coming in at three and five overall, two and three in region play. This is their region finale. And so for them to get into the playoffs, they got to have a win. They got to have some help as well, but they got to win this. Uh, they don't game. have to have help to get in. Do they not? If they win, they're in because they hold, they would hold the tiebreaker over Lawrence County, Franklin County and Spring Hill. So if they win, they're in. They win, they're in. All right. Now, whether they're three or four depends on Columbia Central. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll be talking about Columbia Central here in a bit. But um, in Region 5-2A, Mount Pleasant is in. Hickman County is not. But those two play each other. And won't be. Yeah. Hickman County four and four overall, one and four in region play. The host Tigers seven and one overall and four and one in region play. They are among three teams with that record in the region. Um, This region is disgusting. You look at this region and you feel like you've got four teams that could make a run. You look at this region if you're in region six, two A, and you're going, Are you kidding me right now? Like, this, are you kidding me? This, their, their four is, you know, could be tied for one. <laughs> I mean, are you, right, this right. is wild. Yeah. But um, Hickman County started 3-0 and and has kind of struggled since. Um, Mount Pleasant dropped a tough one over at Lewis County in week six, but they have bounced back with um, back-to-back victories over Donaldson Christian and um, at East Hickman in region play. They were off this past weekend and, you know, I don't know that we've done a show this year that we've not talked about Darian Mesa and we're not going to start now. Again, the guy has returned either a kick or a punt for a touchdown in three straight games. And at some point he's going to get his hands on the ball with a chance to do damage and more than likely he's going to. Yeah, and look, just stop kicking to him. I don't know. I don't or, know what or, you got to do. Or, or keep kicking to him. I mean, depending yeah. on who you're for. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if you're against, if you're playing against Mount Pleasant, just don't kick to him. Kick the ball out of bounds. Starting at the 35 is a lot better off than starting than them kicking back to you. Throw an interception on third down. Uh, whatever you got to yeah. do, just don't kick to him. I'm just saying that's that's what I would do. Yeah, Hickman County has, you know. It's crazy because they did not throw the ball very often in those first three wins, and then they started chucking it. Uh, now they were losing in those other three games, which well, certainly maybe that makes a difference. Maybe they were forced to throw it. They were forced to throw it, but you know this is a team that that they average a little over right at 120 yards rushing a game, and that's including a game against. Lewis County, where they ran for minus 20 yards for the game. <sighs> Yikes. Minus 20 for the game. For the game. So, I mean, they want to run the ball. I think that plays into the hands of Mount Pleasant. 
with that big defensive line in front seven. Absolutely. Um, a region 6-6A matchup, <clears throat> excuse me, that is always fascinating. Independence travels to Brentwood. The Gosh. Eagles 5-3 and three overall, 2-1 and one in league play. Brentwood undefeated at 8-0, 3-0. And <laughs> it's just never a dull moment when these two get together. It seems like there's always something on the line. It's always late in the year. Independence has lost its last three games to Brentwood by seven points total. Yeah, not seven total. points each time. Not seven points each. Seven, like three, three, and one, or, <laughs> or four, two, three, and two, one, and two, or well, four, Seriously. two, and one, or something. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. This is a game that, you know, I always looked forward to when I was working in Spring Hill because I, I almost always ended up at this game. And it would eventually end up at the second round playoff matchup that inevitably would happen every year. <laughs> right. Because independence would wind up in the number three, go on the road and beat Smyrna. Exactly. <laughs> three years in a row. <laughs> it was like, and that was, and then they had to go to Brentwood. And then again, they would lose by a point or mm -hmm. in overtime or something, something silly or by a point in overtime or something. It just, yeah. you know, it was always something. And so that I love this game. And, and here's the thing. It's a little bit flipped from the past because obviously Scott Blade, Scott Blade teams were offensively driven and they, you know, they like to throw the ball around and then there was some, but this team is led by its defense. This independence team plays really solid defense and that's going to be a big part of this one. Okay. So 24, 23 last year. Okay. Um, 2017, the year before. Mm -hmm. So one, three and three and three. Yeah. Let's see. What was it in 2020? 2020 was the the um, the throat roll, I think. Nah. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. it was in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, 31-28. Yeah, and I, I think that was in overtime. That one was in overtime. Yeah. So. So I, I mean, and and if you again, if you go back even farther than that, Mo, uh, they won, of course the 2020 regular season game, 26-21. Mm -hmm. um, and then they lost by seven in the playoffs. They lost by three in the playoffs. I mean, all the way back to 18. Yeah. So these two play each other really, really close, and Brentwood usually wins. But they have won they do, six doesn't... of the last seven, seven of the last nine. Goodness gracious. That's that's called having a team's number. That's tough. And it's, again, always close. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. For Indy. Um, let's take a break. Let's come back and talk about the other five games that we have going on in and around Murray County. And then we will talk about who we think is going to win those. So come back on the other side of this break on the main street Murray high school football preview show for week 10. Since 1975, mid Tennessee bone and joint clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic OrthoQuick helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net 
or on social media at Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. Welcome back to the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for Week 10. That's Chris Yao. I'm Maurice Patton. And as we continue to take a look at the Week 10 schedule in the area, the Lawson Lightning, not to be confused with the Hillwood Hilltoppers, visit Columbia Central Friday night. Lawson coming in, having lost their last five games mm. after a 3-0 and start. And the host Lions have gone through some ups and downs to get to five and three. Um, most recently, defeated Spring Hill in overtime, and then we're off last week. Is that right? They've not played since Spring Hill, have they? I thought. Was Franklin County not their was most it recent game? Was that their last game? Um, it's starting to run together. Buddy, I, your your guess is as good as mine Hang at on. this point. Well, let's not guess. I'll look at I'll look at their schedule right here. Yes, Franklin County was between spring. Okay, and my bad. It's like who knows? Okay, so then Columbia Central has won their last two games and three of their last four. Three of their last four. That's correct. Um, winning eighteen six at Franklin County before that. Well, after that 20 to 17 overtime win over Spring Hill and looking to take some momentum into their season finale next week against visiting region five, five, a rival Lincoln County in a Where game they've that got they've to got it. to have. Yeah. It's, it's a must win situation for got to have it period. So, um, again, Lawson three and five, um, not sure who it's going to be at quarterback. Case and Tice started the year. Burton Moore came in and replaced him. Went out with a concussion in that Spring Hill game. Did not play at Franklin County. Not sure of his availability. For this. Rumblings are that he will be starting. Rumblings are that he will be starting. Doesn't matter. It, they're 1A, 1B. The difference is the, the year. But in terms of on the field, what matters for Columbia Central is getting Caden McCoy. <laughs> Get him the football. Whoever, whoever, whoever is, is best equipped to hand, the to ball hand it off to him. To hand it off, is... to pitch it, to throw it, whoever gets the ball to Caden McCoy best. That is, that is, your, that is your option. That's it. <laughs> 1,109 rushing yards, 14 touchdowns. I mean, he's, he's their guy, period. It, no doubt. And look, I, I – I don't want to disparage kids on this show because that's not what we do. Oh. But I will say that a lot of the the woes in Columbia Central's passing game are due to drops. Just simply not catching the football. Got to catch it. If they <clears throat> can consistently catch the football, they become a much more diverse offense, which makes them incredibly scary. But to this point, nine weeks into the season, we've not seen it. So right now, offense runs through two. 
Which ain't a bad option. It's not a bad option at all. You'll take it. Region 5-2A. We talked about seven and ones in that region. Well, here's another one. Lewis County, seven and one overall, four and one in region play. Going to Summertown, which is coming off of its first win of the season last week against visiting Richland. The Eagles, one and seven overall, 0 oh and five in region play. Um, Summertown had been without freshman running back Caden McCrory for two or three weeks with an ankle injury. He went down middle of the Loretto game, I think. That sounds about right. I think he went out in the Loretto game. 16 carries, 136 yards, and a touchdown in that win last week. That's why I couldn't ask him how to say his name, because he wasn't there. (laughs) Um, He he gives them a little something in the run game. Makes a difference. Absolutely does. Lewis County also has a little something in the run game. Sophomore Micah Godfrey, who I saw go for 307 against Mount Pleasant the week after he went for 278 in a loss to Loretto. God. So. Kid's good. So what I'm saying to you is I'm not sure how many times the ball is going to be in the air in this ball game. Yeah, if you're gonna if you if you get there late, you might you miss might the first miss half. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that clock may not stop. It might not. Yeah. <laughs> um the biggest game probably in region five two A this week. You gotta go west. You gotta go mm. way west on I forty to see Do you cross it? You cross no, the no, no, you don't cross you just it. Go to the bank. You, yeah, you you are right up against the river by go the, to the time banks. you get to Waverly, <laughs> where the seven and one Tigers four and one in Region Five Two A will be taking on undefeated Loretto eight and five and Um, I don't think Loretto can win the Region Championship this week because they've got Mount Pleasant next week. But they can depending on what Mount Pleasant does this week, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they can certainly put themselves or keep themselves in position to do so. And um, as we were talking about the running game and the running clock for Lewis County and Summertown, scoreboard might get a test in this one. Waverly's averaging forty points a game, and Loretto's averaging thirty-five and a half. Mm. Yeah, I hope, they, I hope the clock operator and scoreboard operator has a towel, sweat towel. There we go. Need it. Yeah, I hope all the lights are are, are Juiced up, up and running on that yeah. scoreboard because they may need them. Yeah. Um, Bryce Stanfield, we talked about earlier in the year, he had, had like a 300-something yard game against Fairview, I think, early. He's got 1,700-plus offensive yards for them. He is where Waverly's bread is buttered. Um, Loretto continues to get great play out of sophomore quarterback Mason Tidwell, who has stepped in for um, Carter Daniel, who recently had knee surgery. Has quickly made his way up the the passing stat chart on the red zone rundown on the back of Main Street Murray. Well, I I don't want to say it's strictly a function of the offense. I mean, he has had to perform in the offense, but he's got 1,063 – Offensive yards and 10 touchdowns. You'll take it. That's for your number two quarterback. Yeah, and that, and he hasn't played in every game. No. <laughs> I mean, he's got a 1,000 overall yards and hasn't played in every game. Yeah. That is impressive. And 
Their offense, I, I had a chance to see them last week against Eagle Bowl, and they're just so impressive, man. They've got so many weapons. Um, and when you think that all they are is a throwing team, well, no, because Jaden Stoltz and Nicholas McDowell have combined for almost 1,200 rushing yards and 16 touchdowns. So, I mean, their balance is the key to their success. Yeah, they do a really good job offensively, uh, you know, like you said, they've got they've got two running backs, a kind of a bruiser, and a guy who can get the edge. And then you you know you they try to stop that. You, yeah, you you try to stop that. Next thing you know, they're throwing it all over the place. It's 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 impossible at the class two A level to be as balanced as they are. It's it's no wonder they're eight and 0, 5 and zero in the region. But I'm telling you, this region right here, which again, Loretta, Lewis County, Mount Pleasant, Waverly, all play each other the next two weeks. So it's, it's Loretto, Mount Pleasant next week, Lewis County, Waverly next week. So we won't know anything until clocks hit zero on the 27th. Next Friday night, yeah. <laughs> um, Summit steps out of Region 66A, and they could have picked a better one to step out against, but they're going over to Nolansville. 7-1 and one, the Knights are in this non-region this... matchup. Summit 3-5 and five after their win at Overton a couple of weeks ago. So – Brian Coleman did not shy away. He didn't do himself any favors with this schedule, no. that's for sure. No, he did not. Um, because in addition to their region schedule, I mean, the Spartans have played Centennial, Green Hill, Blackman, and now Nolansville after opening the season with Spring Hill. So that's – I mean, it's not a murderer's row, but it's it's pretty tough. Yeah. I think Green Hill has lost twice. I think Centennial has lost once. And Blackman's three and four. Nolansville. Nolansville has again, lost seven and one. So once, yeah. This is this is a tough, tough matchup. And but hey, these are the kind of things that get you that get you ready for the playoffs. I mean And they're headed. And they're in there. Yeah. They're in the playoffs and can be th the three seed. Could be as high as the three seed with a win over the, Independence next, next week. Next so. week, yeah. And I, I think they continue to be encouraged by the play of junior quarterback uh, Mason McElhaney, who has almost 1,400 offensive yards, 13 touchdowns. So um, we'll see what happens next – well, tomorrow night at Nolansville to get them ready for that Independence game to close the regular season. Finally. Hmm. <clears throat> Tullahoma, six and two overall, three and one in region five five A, comes to Spring Hill for a matchup with the two and six zero and four Raiders. Tullahoma has their their one loss is almost inexplicable. It's so confusing, but this is a really good football team, and they they do everything well: offense, defense, and special teams. And you know this is going to be a really tough test for. For Ben Martin's team, who, despite their record, has really been right there in every ball game. They've mm -hmm. had an opportunity in every single ball game. I mean, even the Lawrence County game, where the score doesn't necessarily indicate it, they were in the red zone or inside the ten yard line four times. They just only scored once. Mm -hmm. So, well, I, and even the Shelbyville game. Yeah, they no, they were they were in every single game. Mm -hmm. They just have to find a way to score inside the ten if they can get if they get inside the ten. That's where they struggle. They find a way to start punching it in. Tullahoma might be looking at two inexplicable losses. Yeah, and and 
indications are that Allen Iverson, we talk in practice, <laughs> Allen Alderson should be a full go, which may help them with those. That will help them close, close yard, uh, short yarded situations as well. Uh, when we come back here on the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for Week 10, we're going to tell you who we think wins these games. Stay tuned. He shoots, and he scores! Welcome back to the final segment of the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for Week 10. Um, Chris, let's give them some picks. Columbia Academy at Mount Juliet Christian. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Columbia Academy. Yeah. By a bunch. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's – yeah, that's accurate. And that's not, and that's not any indication on Mount Juliet Christian. That's, that's just, just – Columbia Academy is really good. They are. They, they are playing really well right now. Um, Franklin County at Lawrence County. Again, sneaky good game. If you are looking for a game Friday night, this one might be one to get to. I'm going to go with Lawrence County. They showed me a lot last week against Shelbyville, so I'm going to go with the Wildcats. I'm going to go with Lawrence County just because I feel like they've got a few more options offensively. And Tay Everly has been – a workhorse this year. Yes, he has. Hickman County at Mount Pleasant. Yeah, you know, Mount Pleasant's been playing really, really well. 34 nothing last week against East Hickman. So I got, I think they keep rolling and obviously playing for a lot. So uh, give me the Tigers. Yeah, I think I think this one's Mount Pleasant, and I don't think it's particularly close. Independence at Brentwood. Golly. Again, as much as I would love to pick Independence in this, it just seems like every single time – these two get together. Some kind of weird play happens that goes in the favor of the Bruins. So I've got to pick Brentwood, but hey, Coach Stidham, prove me wrong. Surprise me. Yeah, I've got to go with Brentwood in this one as well. But again, and I wouldn't even call it a surprise no. if Independence wins it. Would not be surprised. Yeah. So, but but I'm picking the Bruins here. Lawson at Columbia Central. Yeah, I don't think Lawson's luck is getting any better this week. Uh, no matter who's at quarterback, it's going to be tough to stop Caden McCoy and so the central lines get it. Yeah, I think Caden has a big game. I think Columbia Central has a big game and takes care of business at home against Lawson. Lewis County at Summertown. Same thing. Uh, Lewis County's got the horses, and they're going to ride them all night. Yeah, I, I, I wish – Summertown would be able to build off of that win against Richland last yes. week. And, and heck, they may. heck of a time for Lewis County to come to town. Yeah, yeah, bad scheduling. <laughs> um, I've got the, the Panthers in this one. Um, Loretto at Waverly, this is a big one. Oh, yeah, come on now. Look, this one, this, this, this is going to be the best game. Uh, like you said, scoreboard's going to be lit up. I am excited to watch this one, and I, it's, I can't pick against Loretto right now. I just can't do it. It's tough. It's tough to pick against them, and I'm not going to. Yeah, can't do it. <laughs> um, some of that knows. Yeah. Um, give me the Knights. Paul, Derek, and the crew do such a good job. 
I think this game is going to be closer than the records might indicate. I'll agree with that. But, but some holds the ball. They do a really good job with, with clock management. So. Mm-hmm. But I, I like Nolansville particularly at home. Tullahoma at Spring Hill, Chris. Yeah, again, Spring Hill has been in every game, have had opportunities. They haven't been able to cash in. I don't think they're going to be able to cash in this week either. Give me the Wildcats. But it would not be the first time Spring Hill has beaten a Tullahoma team they weren't supposed to beat. I want to say 2017 or 18 had no business beating Tullahoma and did. So, of course, Dante Smith ain't walking through that door. But Alderson is. Ain't walking through that door. I like the Wildcats in this one. I think Spring Hill's going to find something offensively to keep them in the game, but I think Tullahoma ultimately gets the victory. So, um, that does us for week 10. Again, I'll be covering Lawson, Columbia Central. You can follow me at Mopad and underscore sports for updates on that one. Chris will be tweeting Retweet. from parts unknown via at MS underscore sports today. So you can keep up with a lot of the games in and around Murray County over the course of Friday night. And you can see us next week as we wrap up the regular season here on the Murray County Main Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show. Thanks for joining us.